people, oh God. And God, we just simply said thank you and we lift you up. And may your blessings be with us, we pray. Forgive, oh God. We pray that you will heal the land. We pray that you will bless our leadership. We will pray that you will heal those that are sick, oh God. Bless the name. Those that have been impacted by this virus, oh God, in the name of Jesus. But God, we know that you are still with us. And you have ordained us. And God, we thank you and we praise you. And we magnify your holy name. Oh, bless your holy name. We pray for, oh God, each other. We pray for one another. We lift up, oh God, your Holy Spirit. Let your angels watch over us, we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we give you that praise in the highest name we know. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank God. Amen, amen, and amen. Blessings, and once again, get on the line, call somebody, tell somebody, Faith Center Ministry is live. Glory to God. So give them that number, praise God, to call and then uh, check in on us. Hallelujah. We ask you to turn your Bibles to the Scripture, to the Word of the Lord, which is Psalm 33. Uh, for today, Psalm 33, verses 1 through 8. And the scripture tells us in the midst of all of this chaos, in the midst of all of this sorrow, in the midst of all of this trial and tribulation that we're going through, rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is calmly for the upright. Praise the Lord with the harp, sing unto him with a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud noise, for the word of the Lord is right. And all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and at the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea together as a heap. He laid up the depth in storehouses. Finally, let us, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let us all reverence him. Let the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. And we thank God and we praise you. Well, praise God in the way of announcements. Uh, we'll just announce that uh, we're thankful that the Sunday School Department uh, was open today at 8 a.m. Amen. And you can uh, join in the Sunday School by simply uh, dialing in to the prayer line. If you dial into the prayer line uh, and use the access code that's been provided, you too will be able to join the Sunday School at 8 a.m. each Sunday uh, morning, and we just thank God for that. We have some good news on this coming Wednesday. We will start our Bible study, midweek Bible study. Uh, services will begin at 7 p.m., uh, and we'll hopefully, we're working it out, but we hopefully we'll be able to stream uh, not only on, uh, on, on Faith Live, but also uh, on the telephone, uh, you'll be able to contact us. So if you can do that, if you will, please, uh, Facebook Live, and then also uh, through the telephone, if you don't have Facebook Live, you don't have access to the internet, then you can also reach us by dialing into our prayer line number again and you can hear the contents of uh, the Bible study for that particular night. That starts at 7 a.m., 7 p.m., and we just thank God for what his, 
uh, what he is doing for us. We also want to let you know, praise God, that there seems like there's been a uh, release of the virus in Michigan. Uh, several of our individual friends and loved ones have come down with the, the virus, praise God. And so uh, for some reason or other, Michigan has been targeted and uh, I know New York is there, praise God, but Michigan seems to be a place where the saints are involved. And so, praise God, we just pray for them. We pray for all of the bishops that have passed away and uh, for those of you that are suffered loved ones that have passed away. Uh, we've got several phone calls from individuals in the church uh, that their loved ones have passed and their loved ones are down with the flu. So we'll continue to lift them. We ask you to join in with us in prayer for all of these individuals that have been afflicted by this uh, virus. And we just give God praise. We also are thankful, praise God, to know that the people are volunteering to go out and do shopping for people. We have people uh, that will shop for you or whatever your needs are. If you're a senior and you can't get out, uh, please call the church office. We're so grateful to report that of all the phone calls that we made, uh, we only had one person that was in need uh, and then uh, we tried to fulfill that need and, and so the Lord has been protective of Faith in the Ministry and the Faith in Ministry's family and we just give God praise for it and others praise God that have been blessed by the Lord and spared by the Lord and we just thank God for him but we lift up all of you praise God and we pray for you and we pray that you will not lose faith that you will not lose hope you will not uh, become succumb to fear and anxiety and all of those things but stay faithful to the Lord and we try to provide to you some uplifting music today glory to God so that you can rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice in him so be blessed as we go further into this service now glory to God we're going to ask the singers to come back and to bless us with some more music and uh, from there we will move forward amen so let's, praise God, give God praise for the musicians that are here. And I'll explain a little more of that, praise God, when I come back. In Jesus' name, we thank God. Amen, amen. All right, glory to God. Sister Narda, <laughs> amen. We trust that you have been blessed by the music that has been provided. Thank God for Brother Jerron Garnett, Brother Michael Terrell, and Sister Narda Smith and Brother Donald Gridiron Jr., amen, for providing the music and the instruments to us, and we thank God. It's been inspirational, and we certainly give God praise. We need inspiration at this particular time in our lives, and may the blessings of the Lord be with each and every one of them. Now, <clears throat> for those of you, praise God, that say, oh, I can go there and I can help. This is not about you coming here. It is about us providing a more advanced and spiritual blessing to you. So we don't need any more help. We don't need faith centers. Just stay at home. Stay where you are. Do not come down here. If you do come down here, you won't be able to get in. So glory to God. Just stay right where you are. We know how you are. We know how you love the Lord. And we know how faithful you are and committed you are. But stay committed and be at home. Do not come down here. Amen. We have enough help, and we thank God for you. We've limited the help to what we needed to provide you an enhanced spiritual blessing. We had some technical difficulties uh, in providing the regular service that we did like last week, 
And so we had to move here and come to here. But we thank God. We limited the people that will come with us uh, to provide to you a, an enhanced experience in the worship of the Lord. Amen. So praise God. Continue to pray for us and lift us up. But once again, stay home. Follow the instructions and stay home. Do not come here. Amen. And we have not opened up the church. We have not, praise God, opened it up so that you can come and just experience and invite friends. If you want to do something, call a friend on the telephone and tell them Facebook Live, Facebook Live, Facing Ministries on Facebook Live. And you can do that, praise God, that would enhance our expansion of individuals that listen to us and hear the word of the Lord. So be blessed, and we thank God for you. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We magnify you. We lift you up. We give you the highest praise. And Father, we just simply say thank you again. Now, as we go into this, thy word, we pray, oh God, spiritual awakening. We pray spiritual understanding. We pray, oh God, that your people will be blessed by your word, for your word is already blessed. And as it lands on their ears and then into their hearts and into their spirits, we pray that they will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And God, we give you praise and we thank you for all that you are doing. We lift you up. We lift up, oh God, those again that are bereaved, those again that are going through, those that are suffering, oh God. We thank you for what you have done for us and, oh God, the provisions you have made for us. And we give you that praise in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. I was asking the Lord now, Lord, what shall I deliver on today for your people? And it came back to me in Philippians, the second chapter. So if you will turn in your Bibles to Philippians, the second chapter, it goes from verse 1 through 13, but I want to call your attention to verse number 4. Philippians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 13, and giving your attention to verse number 4. Also, Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse 7 through 10. Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse 7 through 10. I think I'll start with Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse 7 through 10, and we'll move on and go back, praise God, to the other one. Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse seven. Be not deceived, God is not marked. Mocked for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And this is the part that I want us to listen to and pay attention. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if we faint not. Let me read that again. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially unto those who are of the household of faith. God is saying to us, whenever there is an opportunity to do good, let's do it. 
Whenever there's an opportunity to bless somebody, let's do it. Whenever there's an opportunity to make somebody, give somebody encouragement, let's do it. But whenever there's an opportunity, we don't want to shirk ourselves and be irresponsible and not fulfill that opportunity that has been given to us. So when there's an opportunity to do something for somebody else, do it. Let's not get weary in well-doing. Praise God. Now, let's go to uh, Ephesians, um, Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians, the second chapter. Verse 1 through 13 is the verse, but we'll, we'll just read uh, verses 1 through 4. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, of any fellowship of the Spirit, of any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord with one another. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem the other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. I'm going to call your attention to that. I'm going to read that again, verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. You might ask yourself a question as I have, and the question is, Lord, how can I think of somebody else when I'm struggling myself? When I'm going through the same things that they are going through, how can I think of them and not think of me? And that's an interesting question. That's a good question. How do I get out of me and into somebody else and feel the pain and the sorrow and the suffering of somebody else, glory to God, when I myself am going through the same things that they're going through? Well, in the book of Kings, 1 Kings, the 17th chapter, if we turn there, then the book of 1 Kings, the 17th chapter, oh, bless his holy name. There's a story, praise God, of Elijah and a widow woman. And the story of Elijah and the widow woman is an interesting one because it shows us how we can get out of ourselves and then start thinking of others. Because it is difficult to do so when you're having your needs that are not met, but at the same time you're asked, being asked to have somebody else's needs to be met by you when you're suffering just like they are. And in this text, praise God, uh, Elijah has gone to Ahab, the king, and said to him, it is not going to rain, it is not going to rain except I say so. And so he turned off the heavens and it stopped raining. And when you know when you don't have rain, especially in those days and everywhere else, uh, when you don't have rain, uh, it, it causes drought to come. And when you have drought, praise God, and when you have, uh, that leads to famine, and then, praise God, leads to suffering and agony and pain 
and so forth. And so uh, Elijah, praise God, had uh, this problem that he needed provision for this time that he had turned off the heavens himself. And the Bible said to him to go to uh, the brook and stay by the brook and I'm going to feed you and I'm going to take care of you. Uh, and, and that's what God is doing now. He's taking care of us. He's, he's providing for us. He's providing food and water and all the things and people and friends who love us and they'll care for, who care for us and provide for us and people that are getting outside of themselves and then thinking of others that beyond them. And we just give God praise for them. So Elijah, praise God, be, uh, was down at the brook, and the brook, the Bible says, ran dry and dried up. And now, what, what's plan B? Some we always say there is no plan B. But in this case, there was a plan B that was instituted by God. God had established, praise God, that when this plan A dried up, he already had a plan B. The plan B was, verse number 9, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Now, it's interesting how God operates and what God does. It seems like God has a sense of humor, praise God, because why would God choose a widow to take care of the man of God. A widow who has a child and they are suffering just like the, the, the man of God is suffering. And everybody else in the community is suffering and going through. As a matter of fact, when you read the story, you, you'll find out, praise God, that God told her, hallelujah, that I, he told him, told uh, Elijah, I've already provided for you. Uh, I've already made a way for you. And so what God is saying to each one of us today is God has already provided for us. God has already made provision for us. And when your situation dries up, don't be worried, don't be fret, don't fret over it because God has already made provision for you. And, 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 and beware of that. And that's where faith comes in and how faith operates in the moment of crisis. Praise God. And we believe. The scripture says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things what hoped for. If you're hoping for something, that means it does not exist. It does not, praise God, it's not come to fruition. And praise God, but through faith, you believe that it's already done. Look, somebody say, it's already done. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And so, glory to God, God has, has told this widow woman, praise God, I'm commanding you to take care of the man of God while he is here. But apparently, praise God, she took a little while to get there. Hallelujah. And, and, and while I was in college, I remember now, uh, there was a great psychologist whose name was uh, Abraham, uh, glory to God, excuse me one second here. Uh, Maslow, Abraham Maslow, and uh, he wrote a, a, a paper that dealt with how people interact with one another. And, and he said there were five levels in which people interact with one another. And, and all those levels deal with people's needs. Deal with people's needs. Uh, the first level, praise God, was a 
physiological need, and uh, that was and the physiological needs are standing or standard are uh, water, food, uh, raiment, uh, heat, warmth, uh, the basic things that you need to sustain yourself during life. And uh, he says now all of these needs that we have. Uh, or, or have to be satisfied in order for us to move to the next level of needs. So that was need number one. Uh, the second level, praise God, was safety. Uh, people, praise God, want to feel safe. Uh, and, and they interact on the, with other individuals based upon their safety needs. Uh, safety needs would be like employment, uh, being free from fear, uh, being free from anxiety and suffering, of all those kinds of things. So we have the, the basic needs, the physical needs, and then we have the uh, safety needs, and then finally we have the, the, the third level would be love needs, love and belonging. Uh, we have, that's why people join societies and people join associations and people join uh, very other organizations, trying to find a sense of belonging. That's why some people even come to church is just to find a sense of belonging. And so we have the three levels, the physical needs, the safety needs, the love needs, or the belonging needs. And then finally, he says, in the fourth level, there is esteem, self-esteem. People, praise God, need to feel good about themselves. They need to feel like they're a part of something. They need to feel that they are significant. They need to feel like they have... Uh, relevance in, in our society. Glory to God. And so, and then he says, finally, the fifth level of need is self-actualization. If you can just feel uh, that when you get self-actualization, you're able then to turn and help somebody else. You're able to fulfill your own destiny. You're able to do the things that are necessary to be done to help somebody else. But in order for you to get to that level of self-actualization, you got to get through these other needs. So how can you think, praise God, of somebody else before you fulfill all of these needs? Well, praise God, God says, I'm a provider of the needs for you. Glory to God. I'm sure that your needs are met so that you can think of somebody else. You can't think of somebody else if you're only focusing on you. If you're only focusing on your needs and your situation, and your condition. Glory to God. But God is asking us today in Galatians, I'm sorry, in Philippians 2, and verse 4, look upon the things of others. So how can I do that, Lord? How can I look upon somebody else when I'm missing? I don't have water. I don't have food. I don't have this. I do, don't have that. When you're focusing on what you don't have, it's hard to think of what somebody else doesn't have. But God is asking us today to get out of that mindset. And in Romans, the 12th chapter, he says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to get your mind renewed. You've got to get your mind, praise God, uh, reprogrammed so that you will be able to think of somebody else and not only think of yourself. Glory to God. So how do I do that? How do I... Uh, not think of myself during this time of crisis when I'm suffering. Well, let's go to see what the widow did. The widow, how did she get a, because she was thinking of herself. But then, though to God, something happened and something transpired and she started thinking of somebody else. Let's read this carefully now. 
in chapter 17 of the book of 1 Kings. The Bible says in verse 10, so he arose and went to Zarephath. That's what the Lord told him. Go to Zarephath. I've commanded a widow woman there to take care of you. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks and called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. The prophet says to the widow woman, bring me a drink of water. Bring me a drink of water and then, glory to God, you, you, you'll be all right. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And verse number 11, I'm sorry. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. Now while you're getting me a drink of water, please, on your way, praise God, also bring me a little piece of bread. And she said, as the Lord, now this is not, listen to this carefully, this is where she is. She's thinking of herself and her child. She says to him, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering these two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. What she's focused according to Maslow, she's thinking of the physical needs that she is now lacking because of the famine that is in the land. She's going through, she's suffering just like everybody else. And she's saying to herself, glory to God, man, I would, be, I would love to bring you that piece of bread that you're asking me for, but I can't do it because all I have is a little piece of bread, a little meal in a barrel, and a little cruise of oil. That's all I have. And God will never ask you to give more than you have more than you have the ability to give to somebody else, more than you have the ability to think of somebody else. And so, go to God, what happens? And Elijah said unto her, fear not. Don't worry about it. Go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and for thy son. Now listen to what, what Elijah's doing. He's fulfilling all of her needs so that she can now transform her thought process from her own individual needs to the needs of somebody else. You ask yourself, well, why did, when did that happen? When did he cause her not to focus on herself? Listen to what he said. Let's go back and read it again. Verse number 13. And Elijah said unto her, fear not. First of all, let's not get fear out of your mind. Fear that God is not able to supply every one of my needs. Fear is what God, the enemy, wants you to have. But God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us the spirit of power and of love and a sound mind. So how do I do that now? How do I not focus on my needs? Because when my needs are met, I don't have to think about them. When every one of my needs are met, I don't have to feel or, or, or 
wonder about what's going to happen to me because I know, I have confidence, and that's where faith comes in. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So this woman now switches over from her own individual needs and says to him, and he says to her, bring me unto me and after make for thee and for thy son. Now listen to verse number 14. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel. This is not coming from me. This is not coming from me, the prophet. This is not coming from me, the, the person that uh, you, you've been asked to take care of. But this is coming from God himself. And God in the book of Philippians has written to the Apostle Paul and said to us, not to think of ourselves, but to think on the things of others. How can I do that? Except my needs are met. If my needs are met, I don't have to focus on what I need, but I can then concentrate and focus on what others need. And so, glory to God, God has provided for us through faith this element of supply of every one of our needs. Glory to his name so that we can focus and think of someone else. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord rained it, send it rain upon the earth. He's going to make enough for you to have in the time of crisis. And she went and did, and she went and did, she went and did. She didn't no longer bring up the story of what she lacked. She wasn't focusing on what she missed. She was now focusing on the attention on the, what the man of God needed. And that need was a little meal, a little piece of bread, so that I'll be all right. And she focused her attention on him and took the attention off of herself. Now watch this and watch what happens. Oh, glory to his name. To the saying of Elijah, and she and he, is that read that right? She and he, she and he mean Elijah and her, and her house did eat many days. Now, how, how did that happen? How did they eat many days? Because the barrel of meal wasted not. Neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord of which he spake by Elijah. The woman's meal did not run out. I don't know what her son's name was. The Bible doesn't tell us what her son's name was. But I'm going to call him Johnny. And so Johnny, praise God, was sent by the mother, praise God, to go, go get that cruise of oil, that, 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 that little half-empty bottle that, is, that bottle is almost empty that I put on the shelf. Go look and find that bottle that's almost empty and bring it to me because I'm getting ready to make this meal go to God. And she waits and she waits and she waits and Johnny has not come back and Johnny has not responded to her and she's trying to figure out what's taking Johnny so long. So she calls out to him. She says, Johnny, what's taking you so long? I asked you to bring me that little empty bottle that's on the shelf, glory to God, that 
was supposed to have oil in it, but bring it to me. And he says, I can't find it. I, 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 I've looked and I've looked and I've looked, but I cannot find that empty bottle of oil. I can't find it. Well, what do you see? I see a full bottle. There's a full bottle of oil sitting on the shelf, glory to God, but there is no empty bottle. God has supplied her need. God had worked a miracle because she transformed her thought processes, not from her, uh, but she transferred them to the needs of somebody else. And when you do that, God says, I'll take care of you. God says, I will give you, praise God, what you need. Focus on that, praise God, and be blessed of the Lord, and I will supply every one of your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So the widow woman, praise God, now asked her son, bring me that barrel, praise God, that's almost empty. And the same problem came, praise God, he couldn't find an empty barrel because the barrel kept on filling itself again and again and again. Whatever your needs are during this time of crisis, whatever their needs are during this coronavirus period, praise God, whatever your needs are, God will supply it is will supply them not only through others, praise God, but through himself, hallelujah. Personally, if he has to work a miracle just for you, he worked that miracle just for you. Be faithful to him. Don't just focus on yourself. Think on the things of others. Think on the needs of others. See what you can do to help somebody else. And as you go to help somebody else, God will take care of you. God will take care of your needs. God will take care of whatever your wants are. God will take care of you beyond your expectation, beyond your ability to even ask or think. Bless his holy name. And so today we ask you, praise God, during this time of crisis to think of somebody else. Get out of the selfish mode. Get out of the self-thinking mode. Glory to God. Only thinking of yourself, but think about somebody else. Think about that neighbor, maybe that has a friend or loved one that has lost somebody, or praise God, or maybe is sick in the hospital, or maybe is in need of going to the store, or maybe is in need of some food or some water or something. Go to God. See what you can do to help your neighbor out. Reach out and touch somebody during this time of crisis. And I'm so grateful that God has given to Faith Center members who reach out and touch others' lives, who reach out and touch and call and see about how they're doing and what they're doing and what they're going through. I'm closing this, glory to God. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for the people that you have given to Faith Center Ministries that reach out and touch others, oh God. And during this time of crisis, they're not only do they, praise God, have some concerns about themselves, but God, they go beyond that. And they reach out and touch others. They're asking, praise God, what can I do to, be, to serve and to reach out and touch people's lives? And God, we thank you for them who are volunteering their services. Thank you, God, for those that have access to food. They're opening up their doors, oh God, and making it available to them, oh God, to us. And God, we thank you and we praise you. And we give you that highest praise. Thank you, Lord.
for taking care of our needs so that we can take care of the needs of others. Bless his holy name. Think of your neighbor. Think of that person down the street. And above all, the Bible says, but also think of the household of faith. I know they're believers, and I know that they're doing, but think on them. Oh, bless his holy name, and allow the Holy Spirit to touch their hearts and reach them, oh God. Spirit, through me, speak through me, O oh God, that I may speak through to someone else and reach out and touch somebody else's life. God, just not me and my house, but let me think of others, that they too may be blessed as we are blessed, that they may experience what we are experiencing. And God, we thank you and we praise you. Let me not think of myself only. Let me not, O oh God, be selfish. But give me the spirit of God, of your spirit, that reaches out and touches others' lives. But as you said in your word, for you love the world. And because you love the world, you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And Father, we thank you, O God, for the army of individuals that you are raising up especially in this time of crisis, oh God, that are reaching out and touching others, oh God, that are thinking of others beyond themselves. And God, we just thank you and we praise you. Continue, oh God, to inspire, to motivate, and to uplift, oh God, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, here am I. Use me. And God, we thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Many of you have asked, praise God, how can I donate to Faith Center? How can I go to help? You can go to www.faithcenterministries.org and you'll find information, praise God, that will give you instructions on how to donate and how to contribute to Faith Center Ministries. www.faithcenterministries.org and we thank you for your generosity and your contributions that you have made thus far. And we give God praise for you thinking of someone else and you're not thinking only of you. And may your blessings of the Lord be with you and may the joy of the Lord be with you and may you have the experiences of the beyond your imagination. God, I thank you. In Jesus' name, thank God. Now, look for us on Wednesday. Praise God, and look for us on next Sunday. Look for the Sunday school on next Sunday. Look for, praise God, worship at 9 a.m. Glory to God. Tune in. Tell somebody, tune in and turn on. Faith Center Ministry is still active and alive. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I need you to. Survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Hallelujah. I need you. You need.